Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero. I come to you every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas. It's story time on the You Need More Money podcast this week. I want to read you and talk to you and tell you a little story. It sure as hell better not be a bedtime story, though. It should be a wake-up call story in which I'm going to help you understand which bear you are. People just don't understand what they're doing, especially in the sales game or even in the competition game. So many people are just lost. So I want to tell you a story about how it really happens in the wild. And I'm going to go to Alaska for a second. Now, listen, I've never been to Alaska, but I know a lot of people who have. And I know that this phenomenon actually happens for real life in the bear world. So we're going to talk about it. And then I'm going to relate it to real life. And I hope I'm going to slap you around a little bit and wake you up. In the bear world, there are three types of bears. The first bear is the grittiest, the nastiest, the toughest, the meanest. And when that bear chooses to get salmon during the salmon run... I think an interesting digression to talk about that salmon run for a second, because you, you realize that salmon come back to the place that they were spawned, where they were born is where salmon come back to lay their eggs. But prior to that, those salmon can swim downstream and swim out into the ocean and be gone 2000 miles. And then they actually find their way back to the legitimate spot in the stream in which they were, which they were born, where they spawned. And Scientists aren't exactly sure why that happens. There are two sort of running theories on that. The first theory is that there's a certain smell in that location of the stream and the the salmon are able to follow that smell. Can you imagine that from 2,000 miles away? They can fight and swim upstream to the exact spot. It's just a miracle. The second is that there's some version of a mechanical, uh, a magnetic rather, magnetic pull that literally they can follow this magnetic pull and it brings them back. I'm just going to call it a miracle of God, okay? But the fact of the matter is, like clockwork, the salmon run upstream. And the bears figure this out. Of course they figure it out. They got to eat. And three types of bears end up being created or demonstrated in this process. The first, as I said a minute ago, before I digressed on the salmon, is the nastiest one. That bear puts itself in the most dangerous part of the stream, which is typically where the waterfall is the highest, where the rocks are the slipperiest, and where the competitors, the other bears, are the least. There are only a few bears that go to that specific spot in the stream. It's hard to get there. It's hard to stay there. The water is rushing off and against them, and it wants to push them off. But here's what they know. They know that when the salmon have to jump from the bottom of that waterfall up into the next level of the stream, the salmon are easy to catch. And those bears just reach out. They grab the salmon as it's coming upstream And they take a huge honking bite out of the big, juicy orange filet. And then you know what those bears do? Bizarre. 
they literally throw the salmon back. The half-eaten filet, the other side that they chomped on, goes back into the stream. They don't even care about it because they know there's another salmon that's about to jump and they can catch it with their, with their, hand, their paw. They can take a big, fat, juicy bite and another one's going to come and another one's going to come and another one's going to come. There's no competition. They fought hard enough to get in the sweet spot. The second type of bear has moved its way down the stream a little bit where it doesn't quite run as hard. The water's not pushing against them. The waterfall's not quite as high. And they're pretty doggone smart too. You know what those bears do? They turn around, face the current, and they catch the half-eaten salmon, and they eat the other half. Big, fat, juicy bite for them. And the salmon just keeps coming to them. Half-eaten, dead, all they got to do is reach out, grab it, take a big, fat, juicy bite, and they'd then throw it on down the stream. Not a bad gig for those guys, with the exception that there is competition. There's a lot more bears, and there's fewer floating down because only a few gritty bears made it to the top of the stream to kill the salmon. So it's better than the third place, but not quite as good as the grittiest place. And then down at the end of the stream, where the water doesn't run very hard, and the rats, and the seagulls, and the foxes, and the skinniest bears, are the skeletons, the remains of what the grittiest bear ate on, and the middle bear ate on, and the rest of them got to fight it out like scavengers. That's what happens in the wild. And that's what happens in so many people's careers. They get stuck with the scraps, man. With the lousy clients, the deadbeat clients, the clients who fight them on price every single time. And even after you win the deal, there's just no meat on the bone. The skeleton's been plucked. Is that you in your career? Is that you in your money situation? Is that you in your relationships? Is that you in your health? Where are you, man? Which bear are you? Are you the skinniest, wimpiest bear fighting with all the lowlifes over scraps? Or have you had the guts to move up to the middle where you're fighting with formidable competitors, where there are more competitors, where it's actually fairly abundant, where you can make a living where you can keep food on the table, where you can take a vacation, where you can get by? Or can you be the grittiest man? The one that goes where the competition is the least, where the risk is the highest, and where the reward is the greatest. I hope you enjoyed today's daytime story on the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero. I want to thank you one more time For all of the pre-orders of the You Need More Money book, the book launches on March 20th. There's still plenty of time to get your book before it launches. And remember, share it with your friends. And remember what I said the other day from the freezing cold pool. If you're hanging out with somebody who you recommend a $26 book to and they don't want to buy it, you shouldn't be hanging out with that guy no more. I'll see you down the road. Instagram, thank you guys. Anybody got any questions about what we talked about today? I hope everybody's doing great. Thanks for all the shout outs.
Don't forget, it's the You Need More Money podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and it's the You Need More Money book available right now on Amazon. And I'd love to have you buy it, share it, and review it. I'll see you all down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.